0: Hey friends, this is episode 36 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Get what you desire, eight steps and stages of manifestation. Some of you might remember the movie The Secret from about 10 years or so ago and it was basically about manifestation. In recent years, it seems there's been an increased interest in manifestation or maybe I'm just noticing it more in recent years. I'm not sure what it is. Some may dismiss it or think that it's not real, but I assure you that it is. It doesn't even really matter whether you believe in it or not. You manifest all day, every day, whether you're aware of it or not. If you look around and you aren't 100% thrilled with the current reality in which you find yourself, you might want to tune into today's episode because I'm going to discuss manifestation and how to improve your ability to manifest your desires in your life. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem helpful? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 36 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today I am discussing manifestation. If you're like me, your intro to the concept of manifestation was probably the movie The Secret, which was released about a decade ago. One of the big takeaways that I remember from The Secret is that manifestation is essentially comprised of three steps, ask, believe, and receive. While it is truly this simple, it's not as easy as this implies at all. And I have found there's a little more to it than that. So I would say that there are eight steps or stages of manifestation, and I'm going to dive into those today. These are one, get crystal clear on what you want. Two, declare your desire to God, the universe. Three, visualize receiving your desire. Four, feel your desire. Five, trust and believe that it is yours. Six, align with the desire. Seven, embody having the desire, and eight, accept acceptance and gratitude. Now, I will never forget when the movie The Secret first came out. It's really more of a documentary um, than like a movie, and it featured a number of different people. It included like writers and business people to philosophers and a variety of folks in between those. I was so drawn into this movie, and I remember the three steps to manifesting that they discussed. Ask, believe, receive. It was a time in my life. um, I was still married. We had just had our first child, and he was only about maybe a month old or so, something like that. Um, And that was uh, when my husband, my ex-husband and I had watched The Secret. We were in the process of selling our old house and buying a new one. And I applied the concepts from the movie and manifested my last house, which I ended up living in for about a decade. So for whatever reason, I never really tried to apply this to anything else after that. Um, And I eventually just kind of forgot all about it. Like it just never really occurred to me again. Um, And even though I wasn't consciously doing it all the time, I was still continuing to manifest things over the years. In the years following Seeing the Secret, I manifested four different jobs. Uh, Again, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. But we are, like I said earlier, we are always manifesting. We just don't realize that we are. So looking back, I now know that I also manifested a lot of the things that I didn't want in my life. I manifested becoming a single mom. Simply from having an underlying fear of it that I entertained in my thoughts uh, more than I maybe realized I was doing. I manifested periods of scarcity where I didn't know how I would make ends meet. I manifested every heartbreak and wrong man that I've ever been involved with because of my underlying fears, feelings of unworthiness, and because of the way that I talked and spoke about what I thought were my truths at those times in my life. Now, this may sound harsh, and I certainly don't mean to be harsh, but it's an important first step in all of this. Your reality reflects your manifestation and what you think about and or believe about yourself. This was one of the hardest pills for me to swallow in life. I truly, completely, wholeheartedly believed that things had happened to me and that people had hurt me and wronged me. And yes, true, they had. But what I couldn't see was that They were simply reflecting back what was already inside me. And I simply didn't know better. I had no idea that this was a thing. So it took me a minute when I first started learning about this in more like within the past maybe year plus to allow myself to really process that and like accept that my reality was my own doing from my thoughts, my beliefs, and the resulting energetic vibration that I was in as a result of these things. Now, I hope you won't get too stuck on the seemingly harsh truth that your reality is you're making because that's actually the worst part of all of this, right? The good news is that you can change it. The first step is accepting that you have created whatever current reality you have and you can absolutely create a completely different one if you wish. If you really boil down the concepts of manifestation The secret really did have it right. It really is a matter of asking for what you want, believing that you can have it and receiving it. However, in actual practice, it isn't as easy as this makes it sound. And that's because it's an inside job. There's a lot of internal cleanup that comes with this um, that most of us, you know, have to do in order to decondition ourselves from a lifetime of conditioning that tells us that we cannot have what we want and that we're powerless to create our own reality. So after about a bit over a year ago of doing, you know, deep internal work, um, self-healing and learning how to apply the concepts of manifestation as well, I would say that I have experienced eight steps or stages to manifesting. So let's jump into what these are. I have noticed, as I mentioned, over recent years that it seems like there's this increasing interest in a number of people um, having similar experiences or going through, um, you know, like a a period of really trying to learn about manifestation and and bringing about the things that they want in their life. Um, And so I thought it would be helpful to uh, share what I've learned in my in these recent um, months to over a year of really diving into this and learning and uh, practicing what I've been learning around this um, with manifestation, especially having recently successfully manifested um, multiple five-figure amounts in my life, just following the things that I'm going to be walking through today. So the first thing is to get crystal clear on what you want. So first and foremost, it's you gotta be really, really clear about what it is that you want and really specific. If it's money, be specific about the amount of money that you want. If it's a car, be specific about the car, the year, the make, model, features you want in the car, right down to the color of the car. If it's a house, where do you want the house to be? How many bedrooms do you want it to have? What kind of neighborhood do you want it to be in? Does it have a detached garage? Is it one story or two? Another important aspect of this is to be clear about what you want it for. I highly recommend you don't put things like to pay bills down because it's really hard to get excited about paying the bills. And I'm guessing you don't really want more bills, right? So instead answer what you will do with the money. So for example, will you be taking a trip somewhere? Perhaps you're going to buy that beautiful designer bag that you just love. Maybe you want to get some things for your kids. It can be multiple things. It doesn't have to be like one thing. The key is to also get really specific about how you will use the money for the desires that that you want to get the money for rather than focusing on maybe responsibilities like paying bills. The second thing Um, So, yeah, second step or maybe stage, if you will, is to declare your desire to God or the universe. So once you get really clear on what it is that you want to manifest, you have to declare your desire to God and the universe. Think of it kind of like making an order. I know this sounds really funny and weird, and it tripped me up a lot in the beginning as well. But this is part of posturing yourself as ready and deserving of what it is that you're asking for. It's also kind of like locking it in. One way that I do this is after I think about what I want in the first step is then I will write it down. And if it's a specific amount of money, for example, I'll write the amount and then I will list what I'm going to do with the money. And this does not have to be down to like the penny. You just have to have a clear you know, idea of what you wanna do with the money that you're, the amount that you're manifesting. Um, You also want to be really mindful in this part of it uh, to how you feel as you do this. So take note of whether things like guilt or shame come up. Do you start to feel kind of bad as you're writing out your list? Um, And you want to be paying really close attention to this and clear those feelings away immediately. You may need to ask yourself what the source of it is. So, you know, as Um, In my case, I experienced feelings of um, guilt and shame when I first started doing it. So I had to sit there and go, like, where is this coming from? What is the source of this? So that's what you want to start asking yourself. When did you start feeling this way um, about wanting certain things for yourself? Um, If it feels bad, it's probably a lie. Um, And real quick, I wanted to mention, too, you can you can apply this seven step framework I laid out, and I think it's episode 14, called seven steps of healing emotional triggers. You can apply that here as well for these feelings that might come up as you're writing out what it is you want and why you want them, or what you're going to do with the money. Um, and as I said, if it feels bad, it's a lie. So long as your desires are from your heart, and they're in alignment with God, you know, in other words, they're, the things that you're desiring are not like you know something way out there that you know would totally not be in alignment with god's nature um then there's nothing wrong with them and in fact the desires of your heart were put there by god believe it or not and your heart is is one of the ways that god guides you and it's kind of designed to be your compass now, our hearts and the role that they play in things like manifesting, as well as other aspects of our spirituality, like connecting to God, could easily be an episode in and of itself. Um, and it's also something that I, it's actually a focused service that I provide um, to help with clearing things that we tend to keep in our heart center or where we put like a wall around our heart that, that you know, on the one hand, we may feel like we're protecting ourselves, but we're actually blocking ourselves from receiving things, including those things we're trying to manifest. So um, just a little note about that. So the third step or kind of stage in the process is to visualize receiving what it is that you're manifesting or receiving your desire. So now you've gotten crystal clear on what it is that you want. The next thing you wanna do is to start imagine yourself having it. So close your eyes and imagine having what it is that you're manifesting. See yourself in that house. See yourself driving the car. Um, Smell the inside of the car. Feel the leather interior or whatever it is, the features that your car would have. Um, See yourself buying the things that you're going to buy with the money. Um, And visualize at least once a day more than that if you can remember to do so. The fourth thing is to feel your desire. So this is really closely tied to visualizing it. So as you're visualizing what you want, you wanna take it to the next level and feel how it feels. So how does having that car feel? How does the house feel? How does the money in your account feel? You're looking for an emotion or emotions here. As you visualize having it, you are there. Um, You're in it, it's yours. Who's with you? How do you feel? Where do you feel it in your body? Is it like butterflies in the stomach? Is it a soothing, peaceful feeling? Do you feel giddy? Are you giggling? Are you jumping up and down? As you visualize through each day, make sure that you're being mindful of these feelings that are coming up and sit and feel them for a few minutes at least. Um, You only need, you know, at least a couple minutes, but the longer that you can kind of sit there and really like feel those feelings um, as you're visualizing it, that's really going to help Um, attract the things that you're manifesting and speed the process up. The fifth thing is to trust and believe that it is yours. Um, So this is the faith and belief stage of manifestation. You've asked for what you want. You're clear on what you want. You know how it feels to have it. So now you're moving into belief, believing that it's yours. And this is the hard part in my experience because most of us, When we get to this point, we will start to get into how and when. We start trying to figure out how it's going to come to us. We start wondering when it's going to arrive. Where is it? And as you start to notice this feeling creeping in, you want to be really quick to release it and remind yourself that it's already yours. Your job right now at this point is to start moving forward as if it's already done because it is. Your job at this point is to do the things that make you feel like the feeling of having it that you experience when you're visualizing having the thing, right? So if having it felt like security for you, what makes you feel secure? Do that. If it felt like joy as you visualized having the thing, what brings you joy? Do those things. Um, And so this brings us to the next step or stage, which is to align with the desire. So this is all about being an energetic match for what you're manifesting. Again, it's finding ways to feel the way that having the thing feels as often as you can. And this is where the internal work becomes really important. For example, you cannot be resentful, envious, angry, and ungrateful and peaceful, blissful, happy, and loving. These groups of emotions are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum and they cannot both occupy the same space. So if you're complaining all the time or telling yourself that nothing works out for you, then guess what you're gonna see in your reality. So in this stage, it's really, really important to become very aware of how you are feeling most of the time and how you are speaking to yourself and what your thoughts are comprised of. You know, How is most of your mental energy being spent? and be more aware of that and make efforts to shift these to be in alignment with the feelings of having the things that you're manifesting. So the next step seven is embody having the desire. So as you start to identify negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that are in opposition to what you want, you're gonna need to start shifting back into the state of positive feelings associated with what you want. Now in the beginning, um of getting kind of the hang of this and doing this you're likely going to have to do this multiple times throughout the day i mean this can even be multiple times in an hour i've definitely had that happen and this is because most of us are not naturally conditioned to do positive manifestation number one and number two we're not usually paying that much attention to what we're thinking or how we're feeling on a day-to-day right but if you're going to start doing this you're going to have to become more aware of it and so you're going to notice more um And again, most of us are conditioned to like negative manifestation. At least that's what I call it, um, where we kind of like self-perpetuate the things we don't really want by continuing to complain or being hyper-focused on what's not working instead of what is working in our lives or what is going well. Um, And so this leads me to the last step or stage of manifestation, which is um, acceptance and gratitude. So as you are working through step seven, you're going to find that you are confronted with a variety of emotional triggers. For example, the first time I manifested multiple five figures, um, once I knew that the check was in the mail, literally I started to feel guilty and shameful like I had done something wrong. And I was actually almost in tears. Uh, And I I remember I was really kind of surprised by this because I didn't expect it, I didn't see it coming, and I was really kind of oblivious that I had sort of this underlying like shame and guilt around receiving money. Um, I just didn't really know it was there. I didn't think it was there. But having done um, a lot of this inner self-healing work and a lot of getting a lot of practice over this past year, plus with healing my own emotional triggers, um, I knew that this was my body signaling something that I had not yet uncovered and that I had not yet cleared that was also hindering me from um, manifesting and from receiving. Um, and so as I dug into it, I realized it was something from my childhood. Um, and I'm, um, you know, realized that in growing up, uh, we were always kind of like the, it wasn't always like necessarily spoken point blank this way, but the, the basic sentiment and kind of feeling was that like, we couldn't get stuff unless we needed it or you didn't spend money on things that you didn't like need. Um, So, you know, we couldn't really have the things that weren't like necessities as kids unless we earned it. So we'd have to like, you know, do extra stuff to like save up money from chores or things like that to get anything that was kind of outside of like the basic necessities. Um, Or if it was like a special occasion like Christmas or birthday or something like that. I mean, this was even like with clothes. I remember like, you know, I one of the things I hated about going to school was the clothes because the other kids in my school were wearing certain brands and certain types of clothes. And, you know, kids knew whether you were wearing that stuff or not. And, you know, it was just like kind of like you were targeted. So like, you know, I would always like ask, can we go get clothes here or there? And it was always no, that's too expensive. Um, So that was kind of the the messaging when I was a kid around it. And I realized as I was kind of like trying to understand why do I feel guilty receiving this money, um, that it had to do with that. It was like, I had this thing about having money. Um, and especially when it was for something I truly wanted for myself and for my kids, um, like it was somehow bad. And I had been trying to manifest this amount for quite a while. I think this was like my third time trying to manifest this amount. Um, and it was particularly important to me because, a, a, a large part of it was to get some stuff for my kids that I hadn't been able to get them before this happened, um and like I said it was very surprising to find that I felt like I was doing something wrong just for simply receiving and having successfully manifested this amount of money that I had been trying to manifest. And it was all because of the way I was choosing to use the money in my mind from the way I was conditioned growing up. Um it was bad, it was negative. And so I had to work through this and recognize it as the lie that it is. I had to forgive it. I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive my parents and my grandparents and release it. And I'm not saying this to like knock my parents or something, you know, it's like that. this was what they knew and what they taught us. And it, it, you know, but the point is, as you do this part of it, especially, um, or as you actually, as you move through any of these stages of manifestation, you're, you will probably have stuff like this come up that might surprise you as well. And if you don't dig in and try to figure out where is this coming from? What is this about? And get like, clear it away. You're not going to be able to bring about what you're trying to manifest or it's, it's certainly going to be a whole lot harder for you. Um, because, these things are basically like an energetic block to receiving it. So um, anyway, that this is a really important thing to take note of. Um, and again, I would refer you back to the seven steps of healing emotional triggers um, because that same process will be really helpful for the things that might come up as you get to the point of either receiving the money or as you're sitting down to think about what you want to do with the money or whatever it is that you're manifesting. Um, another critical component, of course, in all of this is gratitude. Um, gratitude for the money, gratitude for the house, the car, whatever it is that you manifest. And when it ex- when it arrives, of course, express gratitude and celebrate it. But don't wait until then to be in gratitude. You could you want to get in gratitude as soon as you start the whole process of manifesting. Speak about it in present tense as if it's already yours. Express gratitude gratitude for the thing before it arrives in your reality. Um, it's also really important to be in a state of gratitude for everything that you have and everything good in your life. Um, practice speaking aloud to yourself, all the wonderful things you have to be grateful for. Um, if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks or even if you're not, I highly recommend her podcast. Um, there's a number of free things you can find of hers Um And I would just listen to some of those because it's a great example of how you can riff on gratitude. Um, This is something I do driving home from work in my car sometimes. Um, You know, it's just anytime you can think of it, just like kind of challenge yourself to just start talking through and listing out as many things as you can think of to be grateful for. Um, You also want to challenge yourself not to complain. And when you catch yourself complaining, flip it around into something that you're grateful for really make it an eff- make an effort and and challenge yourself to like stop complaining completely. Um, gratitude is one of the most powerful feelings and practices for both manifesting but also raising your vibration and just feeling better in general. I promise you, like even aside from manifesting, just whenever you're feeling bad about anything, just sit there and go through, All that you have to be grateful for down to how beautiful it is outside that day. Um, The freshness of the air, the ability to breathe, the ability to walk, like as many things as you can think of, and it will immediately make you feel better. So these are the eight steps or stages that I have learned in my own practice of learning to manifest what I truly desire instead of what I don't. Um, Our culture and our society, maybe even your parents or grandparents, like I was sharing earlier, um, maybe they had you believe that there is not enough in the world for you um, or that only certain people um, can attain wealth and abundance. But where is that written? Who are these special people who are worthy of wealth and abundance that you're not worthy of it? You won't find the answer to these questions because it is an an absolute lie. It is not true. There is no law or 11th commandment that you cannot have the things that you desire. God is not sitting up there in heaven condemning you for wanting abundance and happiness and security. If you really think about it, and if we're being honest with ourselves, there's not a person on the face of this planet that does not want those things. All of us want to feel secure. All of us want to feel like we're taken care of and we have enough and We can enjoy the things that we want in life. And God does not pick and choose one or the other person to have those things as being more worthy or the other. You are just as worthy as anyone else and you are just as deserving as anyone else. He placed your desires in your heart for a reason. And it is not so that you can spend your life dreaming of things that are impossible for you to ever attain. It's actually quite the opposite. So I hope this blesses you. I hope that you will take away from this, some practical things that you can do to start practicing positive manifestation in your life. You are loved, you are supported, you are worthy, you are a child of the Most High. Don't ever forget that. All right, friends, that concludes today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. I would love to hear from you, so please share your thoughts in the comments if you find this helpful and want to continue the pursuit of Faith Fitness and Joy with me. Please like and subscribe or check out the socials. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.